0: evening ladies and gentlemen good evening how's everyone doing tonight does everyone enjoy the uh, the clown show that we just witnessed the sham impeachment number two and yeah here we are here we are so if you support impeachment I suggest I suggest if anyone out there that does support it taking the gorilla glue hair challenge if you don't know what that is we're gonna find out tonight (laughs) welcome in everybody Welcome in. This is your boy Scott, your host for Woke Society. Is here to bring you that news, the happenings, the entertainment, the laughs, the hate, the love, all of it, all packed into one show here. And we're bringing it today, ladies and gentlemen. We are bringing it today. So, as you all know, I went live a little bit earlier. Went live a little bit earlier today, and um, things it, the, I, the first two hours was the uh, was the opposing uh, lawyers. From the Trump uh, against Trump, and it was grueling to watch. So after that first two hours, I I just I didn't have enough time to put the show together while playing that, so I had to can it. And uh, here we are now. Here we are now. So we're gonna get into all that stuff. I got all the uh, clips, all my takes on it. We're gonna talk about some other stories as well, the hypocrisy of these uh, politicians and everything else that's involved with this, and also this crazy story. This other crazy story about. uh, this Gorilla Glue Challenge and some other things that we're gonna talk about tonight. We're gonna to be we're gonna be all over the place, but it's all gonna be wrapped up in a nice one big package for you guys. So great, great time to be here and great time to get this show on the road. So I just wanna make sure here. There it is. There we go. I got the foxhole chat up on the screen. On the screen here. I love it. And it's flying in here. Love it, guys. So if you guys haven't gone over there, we're gonna do the pill dad in just a moment. Gonna do some ads here real quick to promote Patriot businesses as I'm gonna be explaining here in just a moment and all that good stuff. And that is the end of the music. So let's get into the sponsors of today. We're gonna be starting out with guys over at pill.net, the same guys who made the Foxhole app that we're streaming on right now. If you're all on there, please make your way over to the foxhole.app where the party's at where our platform was built by patriots for patriots. And also don't forget you can make an account on the sensor free platform called pill.net. Let's hear a word from Matt real quick.
1: Step in the virtual haven of pill.net where you remain an individual, you are in control. Experience all that pill.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want, load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on pill.net.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Thanks you guys again for making this app. Go over there to pill.net, make a free account. That same login will get you into the Foxhole app, which is also free. This is all free stuff. And the other Patriot business i want to bring on today, a friend of the show, she has a painting business out in California. Uh, she, may, she, has a, she has a great, she's extremely talented, extremely talented. And I want to start doing this. I want anyone out there that has a Patriot business that has particular that can do online sales. I want you guys to reach out to me to my uh, email at wokesociety1111 at gmail.com and send, send me over what your business is. You can throw me whatever you want as far as advertisement if you want to pay me. It doesn't matter. We all need to lift each other up and lift each other's businesses up, so that's what we're doing here, and this is going to be a theme throughout the show as the days, weeks, and months go on. So today's today's sponsor is brought to you also by putting on the paint, and this is the website. Um, her name is Kelsey. She's an artist. She does great work. She can literally paint almost anything for you. She does custom work. And her Facebook page is also here. By putting on the paint, she does murals, custom art designs, and a whole bunch of other things. This will go a long way if you're looking for any kind of custom work. And as you guys can see here, I'm not on Facebook, but she does a lot of lot of awesome, awesome things here. So go check her out. And just real quick, guys, I'll I'll show you what she made me. Look at this. She made that. This is a nice piece of artwork here. She's obviously very talented. So this is, uh, is kind of what, this is an idea of what you're gonna get here. This beautiful artwork. And um, if you guys can please support uh, Patriot Businesses and please support our sponsors of the show, that would be great. That'd be great. So let's get into some of the happenings of the day here. And as, we, as we're streaming here, we are streaming on Twitch, on DLive, on Pilled, on Foxhole, um, and also on the Roku app. For all of my subscribers that are through size.tv. and by the way, for the ones that are out out on the Roku side and watching through Wokescise.tv, there is now a donation tab where you guys can donate if you want there as well, and I'll make sure I check those before I end the stream as well. And if you guys want to donate to the show, you guys can do it right through my Cash App, and I'll show you on the Foxhole app, actually, exactly where you can do that because DLive has re-demonetized us your favorite creators for the second time which we don't know why so look at this right up here you have our chat here the chat can be seen here and then you have the link the links will give you the cash app link right here you just click that and it makes a donation directly to the show and i'll read your message on air for all of you to see as well so we got all that out of the way let's get into the happenings of the day this was a crazy story this is from just the news Hacker tried to poison water supply in Florida, exposing dangerous vulnerability. Now, this was uh, this was done in Pinellas County, and the sheriff said here on Monday that someone hacked into their computer system for the um, for the old for the Oldsmar Florida water treatment plant and changed the setting for sodium hydroxide, also known as lye and caustic soda, from about 100 parts per million for 11,000 parts per million. The hack was observed by someone working at the facility and setting was swiftly returned to the correct level. This is like, this is almost like Flint on steroids, but it was done in a very, very quick time. Fortunately, they were able to stop this um as they caught it but someone got in someone remotely hacked this and changed the uh sodium intake for this water the sheriff explained the system allowed for remote access and plant operators noticed that someone remotely accessed the system on friday morning but did not perceive this to be an issue because a supervisor and others sometimes remotely access the screen the sheriff said I, I wonder guys i wonder if this was the same people that remotely accessed our dominion voting machines i wonder because it all sounds the same it's all poisoning you know, you know the United States. And again, seeing stories like this, it goes to show you that um, conventional modern warfare is not done with soldiers on the ground. This is to me is uh, more of a, what modern warfare would look like when you're attacking infrastructure, attacking water plants where you can poison thousands and thousands and thousands of people and people not even noticing it. Scary stuff, but this did happened, but they corrected it pretty quick. And now they're going to try to find that person who did it or someone internationally, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? So as you all know, I know most of you out there, you didn't watch the Super Bowl. I watched maybe five minutes of it, tops. I actually took a nap during it. And um, I was pretty much your guys' halftime show for Drunk Societies. And as you all know, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers once, I mean, you might not have known, but there was a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things that happened after the Super Bowl. This in particular, because Tom Brady is obviously white, There was a lot of people and Democrats in particular that were crying foul because Tom Brady's white and it's Black History Month and they weren't weren't happy about it and they want to consider this racist. Yes, Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl is now racist because it wasn't Colin Kaepernick. NFL quarterback Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl title on Sunday. This time, Brady won as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer in Super Bowl whatever that letter 55. I don't, I don't know my Roman numerals, guys. I'm sorry. Brady and the Buccaneers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 in the 10th Super Bowl appearance. And of course, it was just too much for the left. Too much for the left who said Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl on Black History Month was racist. <laughs> you knew this was coming. You knew it was coming. And these are just some of the uh takes that we're seeing here. He's actually being accused of racism for winning. So guys, he was supposed to lose. Him getting tackled all year, him getting crushed all year. The man was supposed to lose because it was Black History Month and you know, the funny thing is the Super Bowl has been in Black History Month for years and a lot of white guys have won, but until this year, until this year, it's been a problem. But the thing is, Tom Brady's been in the league for a long time. A lot of people, everyone respects him. All of a sudden, uh, there was a player on the opposing side that wanted to try to call him out for being a racist. And this is a play that many of these players have tried before with other white players in the NFL saying, "Um, he said this, but I won't repeat what he said, but I, I heard what he said. And there's no proof of it. Well, it happened here as well. It happened here. And this is embarrassing. So, former NFL player, Herschel Walker's son, Christian Walker, who is a political commentator, called out Kansas City Chiefs Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew is the one that tried to pull this crap on Tom Brady, saying he was saying something that was racist, or Brady of a false racially-driven attack. Walker said Tyron Matthew took advantage of where our culture is by making himself to be a victim. And this is just sick. It's really sad. In a now-deleted tweet, Chiefs player Matthew said after his incident on the field with Tom Brady, he called me something I won't repeat. I won't repeat what he said, but I'll let let you all the media throw me under the bus as if I did something or said something to him. And the worst part about this, guys, the worst part about all this is Tom Brady was mic'd up the entire time. He had an internal microphone. The NFL uses these microphones to do documentaries and films after games, and they catch audio of the players. So Tom Brady had a microphone on him the entire time. So if Brady were to actually say something racist, it would have been caught, but... This is the story. Twitter users uh, Twitter users called out Matthew for deleting his tweet because Matthew Matthew went on further and deleted the tweet that I just read and he did this after he realized Brady was mic'd up for the entire game. So Tyron Matthew gets picked on all game, gives up a touchdown to a wide receiver who was on the brink of retirement, basically accused Brady of using a racial slur and then deletes the tweet once he found out Brady had a microphone on him, all while losing Super Bowl by 3 scores. That's a tough day. <laughs> these people don't learn, guys. They don't learn. The and I'm, I'm not when I say I know, when I say these people, it's like, "Well, that's a racist thing to say." No. These people that have this mindset that you're going to try and paint people as being racist, it's not going to work when they're not racist. Tom Brady is a white dude who supports President Trump. I'm not the biggest fan of him. But you're going to go down this road and try to pretend um, that he said things that he didn't. And then you delete the tweet when you find out that he was mic'd up. And if you were to say something, you could easily prove it. Why would you delete it then? Makes no sense. But of course, this is exactly why, ladies and gentlemen, besides the halftime show, besides the woke commercials that are out there, This is the kind of garbage that I just don't want to watch anymore. I don't want to watch anymore, and you could see it in the NFL's ratings. This was the lowest-rated Super Bowl since 2007. And just like the NBA, when you go woke, you get broke. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. And they were down to 96.4 million viewers, and that is the lowest Super Bowl rating since 2007. 2007. It's really... Not that hard to realize what is going on here. And I'm sure just like the NBA, they're going to change their tune when the season comes. So to celebrate Black History Month, I want to bring a video from the United Spot to you here on Twitter celebrating Black History Month. Just to just to throw it in these uh, these people that want to keep playing this race card against people that have that are not racist whatsoever. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> it's just great. It's just great. Awesome stuff. But yeah, this is what we're dealing with. And in other news, guys, you can't you can't make this stuff up. This is this is where you saw this. This is where I got this from, this uh the Gorilla Glue hair challenge. I'm not saying to anybody, do not do this to yourself. And if you haven't heard what this is, you're going to hear what it is right now. So, this woman here. This woman here. She put Gorilla Glue in her hair. I don't know if she thought it would help her hair. She thought it was a good hair product as a gel. I have no idea. I have no idea. But the thing is, this woman put this Gorilla Glue in her hair and it had a a nasty side effect and her hair started to fall out. And what happens? What happens with this? She wants to sue Gorilla Glue. And what does Gorilla Glue do? They put out this statement here on Twitter. Saying we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. We are glad to see her in recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility and wish her the best. <laughs> and they say here, we are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on here as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label do not swallow, do not get in eyes or skin on clothing. <laughs> it's just, it is used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to mount things to services such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see it in her recent videos that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility and wish her the best. And the worst part about it the worst part about all this is her she's lawyered up now. She's actually lawyered up, and her lawyer is accusing the company of being racist. <laughs> Look at that face. Oh, you just can't you can't get over it. So Tessica Brown became an internet internet famous last week. She posted a video on TikTok uh, seeking help for a sticky situation. The 40-year-old Louisa and a woman encased her hair in gorilla glue, spray adhesive, and then and spent a month unable to remove the high-strength glue from her head. And it recently caused her hair to fall out. And now, now they want to, she's gonna lawyer up. And she's, she, her lawyer's accusing, she's accusing the company of being racist now, of course. So much racism, so much racism in this world. It's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable to see what is going on here. Oh yeah, and let me turn on, yes guys, hold on. Let me turn on my slow mode here. Let me do that right now, one second there we go <laughs> thanks methods yeah i gotta get used to turning that on slow modes on guys it's gonna be on for uh it's gonna be 30 seconds between messages on on your uh, on your foxhole chat so there you go so that is what's going on so guys don't take the gorilla glue challenge don't put gorilla glue in your hair it's made to really stick to things it's it that's what it's for it's called gorilla glue for a reason so don't do that so don't do that so with today's funny video of the day, we're going to get to that right now. Thank you guys for joining, and I'm so happy that we're all here. We got the foxhole chat up on the screen. Everyone's watching it. It's going smooth, and I'm just so happy that it's here, and it's running as smooth as it can be. So we're going to get into the impeachment stuff. We got vid- I got video clips for you all, other stories of the day, and we're going to make you laugh today. Absolutely, that's what we're going to do. So this lawyer here was using Zoom and he didn't realize he had a filter on, a particular filter. And this particular filter made him made his, uh, his image into a cat. And every time he talked, it was a cat talking. Didn't realize the filter was on, and the judge was a little confused as to what was going on here. This is the funny video of the day, and we're going to play it. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Here we go.
2: I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. Uh, you might want to. Uh, uh, take, take we're a trying look. to. We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter.
1: It, the- it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's. I'm here live. I'm not. I'm not a cat.
0: I can. I can see that <laughs> they're so confused.
1: For tuning
2: in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with synthetic souls The tide is turning patriots And now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold Stay woke Open up guys and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize how everything is real Through Project looking glass The future is revealed future proves past but there won't be any deals woke society's fam you know it's time to go grab your popcorn sit back now We're doing the show severe non on the mic so come on enjoy the float the wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow
0: beautiful beautiful welcome in ladies and gentlemen welcome in welcome in let me just make sure just want to check to make sure I got any uh, any uh, donations here, and we do. Heather, thank you so much. Glad to be back. Gorilla glue free. Further actions required to accept. <laughs> Further actions required to accept this. <laughs> okay. So it looks like uh, was Cash App doing doing things now. We have to get through extra steps. Extra steps to receive donations now. It's unbelievable. It's everywhere. It's everywhere we go. It never ends with the garbage. It never does. So guys, I really appreciate y'all hanging out with me. And uh, we're gonna have a, I have a taco video saved uh, for the end of the show because I got really grossed out by something <laughs> earlier today. But we're gonna save, we're gonna have, we're gonna mix in fun in uh, all serious stuff today, so. Welcome in, everybody. Great to see everybody here today. So, what we're going to do, we're going to start with the impeachment stuff today, obviously. That was the, this was the main event of the day, and uh, this is what we were all looking to, uh, to see what happened. And to be completely honest, we knew the Democrat lawyers were going to, or the ones going against Trump, they were going to do, they are going to show a video, they are going to, you know what narrative they were going to push. Everyone knew this, um, that Trump uh, incited an insurrection. So, what they did first was they played this video, and this thing was about, I would say twelve to fifteen minutes long. and right off the bat, right off the bat, and I'm gonna show you the just the first, uh, just the first little tidbit, they deceptively edit out the one part, of course, where Trump says to go peacefully and patriotically protest. And it's funny because in the actual house House rules to present video, it can't be uh, deceptively edited. And what are the what do the Dems do? They break their own rule immediately as soon as they start with this lawyer and they play this video. I'm going to show you just here. This is from beckernews.com. Just watch the first 30 seconds and you can tell exactly where they edited it. It was very sloppy. Check this out.
1: We will stop the steal. Today, I will lay out just some of the evidence proving that we won this election and we won it by a landslide. This was not a close election. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down to the Capitol.
0: There it
1: is.
0: They, he said, "We're gonna walk down. We're gonna walk down." And in his original video, we're gonna peacefully and patriot. No, it says, and it, it cuts and it goes to the Capitol, and then you have all these people here deceptively say, "Let's take the Capitol." This is exactly, this is exactly how the how the uh, Democratic lawyers and people against Trump started to do this, and we could already tell. And I sat there and watched it with some of you before. It was hard to watch, and we knew this was going to happen, but it gets worse from there. If you watch the whole video, it says House Democrats unveiled a deceptively edited montage of the first day of the second impeachment trial for former President Trump. And there was one thing that made people immediately notice about the montage. It dropped the quote where Donald Trump told protesters to peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard. And everybody that watched this, everybody that's in the know, knows exactly what this president said. It is not, this is not surprising to anybody. And even worse... Part of that video, and I'm sitting there watching it. You know, a lot of people in the chat were getting angry. They're like, Why am I even watching this? We need to sh- we need to watch this because this isn't this isn't necessarily for us. This is necessarily for your friends, your family, the people that are still sleeping at the wheel. So you can show them and compare the videos and say, Why would they do this when Trump really said that? It's really that simple. But as you're watching the video, and this was confirmed by Rasheen Cossum here, who's a writer for the National Polts, Polts, everyone remembers John Sullivan. The black dude that was uh, that was part of the insurrection that was actually arrested by the FBI that was part of BLM and Antifa even kicked out by those groups because apparently he's just really bad at what he does. They actually took some of his edited footage and used it in their montage video. So the irony of this is just hilarious because not only are these people rallying against the insurrectionists and the violent people that went inside and beat cops and did all these terrible things. People were going to die. As to what they said, they actually used one of the insurrectionist videos and edited clips themselves. And it's just just, this is the stuff that makes us laugh. And you're not going to get this truth. And you watch channels like this and my other friends out there. So where did so after this video was played, Jamie Raskin was the, uh, the lawyer that's going up against Trump's legal team for the impeachment. Now, he, this entire thing was full-out theatrics. This entire thing was theater. And I'm going to show you some clips here of why I'm talking about this. He's talking about personal stories about him and his daughter and things that have not, literally nothing to do with the trial at all. He's literally, he's almost talking shop about his, him and his family and his son-in-law and the feelings of people about the Capitol that literally had nothing to do with what, what Trump was saying. This is just an example of one of these things. I'm going to show you a clip literally of him getting almost, literally crying about the events that happened. Watch this. Our new
1: chaplain got up and said a prayer for us, and we were told to put our gas masks on. And then there was a sound I will never forget. The sound of pounding on the door like a battering ram. (laughs) The most haunting sound I ever heard, and I will never forget it.
0: It's like he's talking, like he was it straight up in Lord of the Rings, where he's trying to fight off the Urukai, trying to breach the doors at Helm's Deep. These were sounds I will never forget. Those insurrectionists trying to slam down the doors. It's so pathetic to watch. And there's another one here. I'm going to show you guys of him literally in tears, literally in tears of him crying. And I, th- I think I do have. It. I got to make sure I have it here of him crying. No, I actually don't have that one. Unfortunately. He was literally he was literally crying. Talking about how he was talking to his daughter. Talking to his daughter, and he asked his daughter, um, Would you ever come back to the Capitol? And he and he goes, and the answer she gave me was no dad. I don't want to ever go to the Capitol, it's not safe. And then he literally starts crying on the floor and said, this is the America that we can't have, we refuse to have, and then goes on to say that there can't be unity unless there's transparency and accountability. This is what this dude is literally saying. And now, while I'm watching this, I gotta think, like, this dude has got to, he's gotta be taking some acting lessons, and he most certainly did, and this video, I'm gonna gonna show you in just a moment, was him actually practicing for this moment Right here, we're gonna play this here right now for you.
3: My shoulders down, my head up, my frame lock, stay on my toes. <laughs>
0: It's just so great. It's just so great. But this is what we're dealing with ladies and gentlemen. And while Raskin is down here, while Raskin is down here doing his thing, I can't imagine what Adam Schiff is doing. Oh wait. We actually got some uh we actually got some footage of Adam Schiff getting ready for his second impeachment trial. It's actually right here. <laughs> It's just, a, it's just a little warm-up session until, until he's going to be coming back out again. Coming back out again to what? To further, to try to impeach Donald Trump, who is now a private citizen again. So this is what we were dealing with. This is exactly what we were dealing with. Um, in the fir- this was the first two hours listening to this garbage. Um, they then took a break for 10 minutes, and then Trump's lawyers um, came out. And the first one up was Bruce Castor. And i got to be honest with you guys. If I'm, the, if I'm their lawyers, if I'm the lawyers here... I want to come out for blood. I want to go for the throw. I want to just throw the hypocrisy in these people's faces. The this the reason the fact that this is even a trial, this is even a trial right now. It should be thrown out. The entire thing should be thrown out. And to me, he was being way too nice, and he kind of put me to sleep the first hour that he spoke. But he did have some gems that he was talking about because this is what we were saying. If they were if the, if the Dems go through with this, and by the way, the vote went through today. They're going to continue this tomorrow. It was 56 to 42 or something like that. They're going to continue this tomorrow. It was They voted it was constitutional that they're doing this, which is an absolute joke. They are going to be setting a dangerous precedent. And this is what Bruce Castor was saying about that, saying how one day the pendulum will shift and partisan impeachments will become commonplace. And then it's going to be fighting back and forth about every precedent because the left or the right, someone's feelings are going to get hurt. And this is what we're dealing with now.
1: But the political pendulum will shift one day. This chamber and the chamber across the way will change one day. And partisan impeachments will become commonplace. You know, until the impeachment of Bill Clinton, no one alive had ever lived through a presidential impeachment. Not unless some of you are 150 years old. Not a single person alive had lived through a presidential impeachment. Now most of us have lived through three of them. This is supposed to be the ultimate safety valve, the last thing that happens, the most rare treatment And a session where this body is sitting as a court of impeachment among the most rare things it does. So the slippery slope principle will have taken hold if we continue to go forward with what is happening today and scheduled to happen later this week.
0: So this was his first, uh, that was his first, that was one of the main things that I caught that was that, that I thought was actually something good to say. It is setting a dangerous precedent and it, really this is the whole entire thing is a waste of time. But then he drops a bigger truth bomb saying the real reason why we're all here, if you guys want to be real, the real reason why we're all here is simply because you guys are afraid of the opposition and you are afraid of what this movement became. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but the actual words that he said are right here. And surprisingly, Forbes put this one out talking about how they are afraid and do not want to face another Donald Trump as their political rival. And this is the basis of what's going on. They don't care about the insurrection. They can sit there and pretend like it happened. And even calling it insurrection is just ridiculous when I even hear the word coming out of my own mouth. But listen to what he had to say about this, talking specifically about Donald Trump. He is your true enemy, and this is exactly why you're carrying this out.
1: I was struck, I I, I thought the 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 house managers who spoke earlier were brilliant speakers. And I made some notes and they'll hear about what I think about some of the things they said later when I'm closing the case. But I thought they were brilliant speakers and I loved listening to them. And they're smart fellows. But why are the house managers afraid And why is the majority of the House of Representatives afraid of the American people? I mean, let's understand why we are really here. We are really here because the majority in the House of Representatives does not want to face Donald Trump as a political rival in the future. That's the real reason we're here. And that's why they have to get over the jurisdictional hurdle, which they can't get over. But that's why they have to get over that in order to get to the part of the Constitution that allows removal. So that's the—nobody says it that plainly. But unfortunately, I have a way of speaking that way. And the reason that I am having trouble with the the argument is the American people just spoke. And they just changed administrations. So
0: in the light most— and that's where I kind of got off the train with this guy because he was literally saying how the American people spoke. They clearly, they can clearly choose their their leader. And obviously, we know exactly what happened this election. You could tell they're not going down the path of election fraud here. That's not what they're doing at all. But he, he does spell out a, a plain truth. They are afraid of we, the people. And you are afraid of Donald Trump because this is what I'm saying, guys. They are afraid of what's going to happen after this trial, whether whether if they carry through this or not. It's either gonna it's going to set a dangerous precedent, and it's just going to fuel this movement's fire, and it's going to fuel Trump even more because you know we know exactly what Trump's going to do when this is all over. He's going to go after his political enemies, and we know exactly that's where it's going to go. Now, that was the first lawyer. That was the first one. The other one, this guy here, he brought the fire, and to me. This was what we needed to uh, witness in the first place. Let me just pull it up here for one second. David's shown. I wish this guy went up first before this other guy because this guy, he he should be taking, (laughs) the first lawyer should be taking notes from David here. He brought video evidence and he threw this right back in their faces. And what am I talking about? This is what I'm talking about. He brings the fire. And this was uh, this after, after about an hour and a half of this guy put me to sleep in the beginning. This guy comes and brings the heat. Watch this.
2: Of the insatiable lust for impeachment in the House for the past four years, consider this.
1: I want to say this for Donald Trump, who I may well be voting to impeach.
2: Donald Trump has already done a number of things which legitimately raise the question of impeachment. I
3: don't respect this president. And I.
1: That is grounds to start impeachment proceedings.
2: Those are grounds to start impeachment. Those are grounds to start impeachment proceedings. Yes, I think that's grounds to start impeachment proceedings.
4: I rise today, Mr. Speaker, to call for the impeachment of the President of the United States of America. I continue to say, impeach him! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! So we're
2: calling upon the House to begin impeachment hearings immediately. On the impeachment, Donald Trump, would you vote yes
3: or no? I would vote yes. I would vote. I would vote too much. because we're gonna go in there,
0: we're gonna impeach the mother.
2: Uh, but the fact is, I introduced articles of impeachment in July of 2017. We don't impeach this president. He will get reelected.
1: My House requires me to be for impeachment, have an impeachment hearing, and he's the scarlet eye on his chest. Representatives should begin impeachment proceedings against this president. It
3: is. Bring impeachment charges against him. Bring impeachment charges. My personal view is that uh, he richly deserves impeachment. We're here, at an impeachment rally, and we are ready to impeach them.
2: The relevant timeline in the House reveals the rush to judgment. On the day following the January 6th riot, the House leadership cynically sensed a political opportunity to score points against the outgoing then-President Trump. And the Speaker demanded that Vice President Pence invoke the 25th Amendment, threatening immediate impeachment for the president if Mr. Pence did not comply with this extraordinary and extraordinarily wrong demand.
0: And he continued to go on after that and just torch these guys, torch all of them. And it was great to see somebody that brought the fire um, against these people because it's we all know this is one huge show, guys, I and mean, this was not easy to watch. And again, this is why we starting we're starting off with this, um, so we can talk about this and just laugh at these people a little bit. But at the end of it all, at the end of it all, they uh, they voted and they proceeded. And I just want to find one other thing here. This was uh, this was the video of them announcing Sean, Sean Leahy who talks like he has rocks in his mouth they voted 56 to 54 and there was some uh, there were six republicans here that voted for it and I'll show you their names in just a little bit you won't be surprised by that one but yes it was uh, it was voted today at the end of the day 56 to 44 that they're going to continue this case and it's going to continue tomorrow starting at noon and I'm sure me and methods are recovering whatever the uh, whatever the new newest um, newest revelations of this clown show that are so the ones that did vote for it were Mitt Romney, Bill Cassidy, Ben Sasse, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Pat Toomey, and those are the six right there. Mitt Romney, Bill Cassidy, Ben Sasse, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Pat Toomey. Those are the rhinos that voted yes. So guess what? I'm sure Trump's got a massive list of people and it's going to be glorious when he comes back out and scores earth. So this clown show is going to continue to carry out tomorrow and we'll have to see what, uh, what 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 the new things are going to be out. But this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, the fact that this is going to be carried out, this is just more opportunities to bring more evidence. And this is why I'm excited. I'm excited to see more videos of what, of what this, these lawyers have to see what else they can bring up in this entire thing and all that good stuff because I want to see it. I want to see what they bring. I'm not saying it's going to be bombshell stuff. I want to see what happens. I'm not paying any hopium or expectations on this. But let's see. What the hell is going to happen? So as, as this is going on, more and more and more and more evidence of, of what happened on that day is coming out, and it's just making these people look even more stupid than they are, and the American people are waking up to it. They know. This story here from the Epic Times is talking about how a man that was charged in the Capitol riot worked for the FBI. He actually worked for the FBI and had security, uh, had security clearances, attorney says, and this was uh, pretty high up security uh, security clearances. The lawyer for a man who was charged in the January 6th riots, said uh, the defendant worked and had top-secret security clearances for decades and previously worked for the FBI. Thomas Caldwell, who authorities believe has leadership role in the Oath Keepers group, worked as a section chief of the Federal Law Enforcement Agency from 2009 to 2010 after he retired from the U.S. Navy, said his lawyer in a court motion. And it was definitely confirmed yesterday by even Catherine Heritage that bombs, these bombs that were planted in D.C., they were planted the night before. And obviously you can't, you can't attach. And this is the other thing, the other problem with the entire case. They don't cover timelines of when Trump was speaking to when the, uh, when the breach actually happened. And I'm sure, I'm sure the lawyers are going to bring this up hopefully tomorrow or in the coming days uh, to really nail out the facts on this, because it's not going anywhere. This case is not going anywhere. This is all about the Democrats trying to struggle to continue. They have the power for right now, temporarily. They have the power right now, but they want to hold that power for as long as they can. And they know the America first movement, the patriots that are behind Donald Trump, they know we are a threat to them. And this is what it all comes down to. Everything comes down to that. And because these people live in an upside down world, everyone remembers Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, all his dealings that um, with all the uh, really corrupt stuff, the payoffs. Um, that we know he's part of China with with these Dominion machines, all the shitty things he was doing. He was a snake. He, he stabbed Donald Trump in the back. Raffensperger, just as just a quick side note, is gonna be starting his own invest investigation into Trump and specifically, specifically, the phone calls that were in the mainstream media that were covered on this show itself when Trump was asking about finding uh, eleven or twelve thousand votes. And of course, it's taken out of context. but now, now all of a sudden, all of a sudden Raffensburger Raffensburger wants to literally start an investigation into Trump himself and this is literally where we are at right now this is where we are at it's really it's really insane but it really shows you exactly where everything's going here and you know we can't be surprised by this stuff we just cannot be surprised by any of this so this is this is all happening behind the scenes so we're going to have to see what the rest of this how this all plays out and uh, it's not going to be anything good. Could be good, but we're. I want. We're going to be watching tomorrow for sure to see what kind of more evidence is is definitely coming in. The other topic that I really wanted to dive into tonight is the story about uh, Bill Barr. And man, we were we were wrong on Bill Barr, and I, I I'm going to admit it today after hearing this story. And just a quick shout out to Hop Frog. Thank you so much uh, for the donation on Cash App, and you guys can keep uh, pouring those in there. I will read your message. I'll read your message on air as there's no other way to monetize right now on any platform until we get it here on Foxhole, which is coming, which will be the next thing coming. So thank you guys for that. Those are big right now. That's the only thing that's really keeping this channel afloat is those donations. So I appreciate it. So the story was I first saw this from Emerald Robinson talking about how Peter Navarro confirmed on Maria Bartiromo's on her uh, show that former AG Bill Barr prevented up to 30 Trump admin executive orders from being finalized after Election Day. And it's going to get even worse with the information I'm going to show you now with what with what's going on with her. Now, what I am seeing here is from everything that we're gathering is that Bill Barr was actively blocking these. And there was there was always a bottleneck at the um, at the DOJ. And Bill Barr was fully aware of this, and yet nothing was done about it. And it actually, from the time Trump took office to the first first year till about May, is when, that's how long it took for Trump's first executive orders to actually go through. And what did we witness here, ladies and gentlemen? What did we witness with Joe Biden? There was 40, now it's up to 50 executive orders, and some of these are taking effect right away. How does that work? Well, Peter Navarro here established very well, He's, uh, he's, he's he worked with this, he's worked with the executive orders, he's worked through the whole process, and this was very eye-opening to me on how this all this works. Let's listen to what Peter had to say about Bill Barr and this entire process on Maria's show here. This is very eye-opening. Take a watch.
3: Biden's signing blitz when he joined me last week on Fox News primetime. Before an executive order reaches the president's desk, it must first be vetted. It's vetted by the Department of Justice, which begs the question, how are 17 of these executive orders ready to go and waiting for President Biden to sign? Minutes after inauguration, on day one, former White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro prepared executive orders for President Trump. He knows the process better than most. Peter, good morning to you. Good to see you. So let's talk about that in terms of the executive orders. What is the process, Peter? Take us through uh, so that we can better understand how it was that President Biden was able to get so many EOs out on day one.
2: Sure, Maria, in my um, term four years at the uh, White House, I probably drafted over 50 of these orders. What you have to do is make sure you have the statutory authority to do what you're going to do, right? And the last checkbox that needs to be done is at the Department of Justice for what's called form and legality. Now, here's, here's the news behind the news. Bill Barr, President Trump's Attorney General, actually turns out to be also Joe Biden's first Attorney General, because here was what was happening. We had over 30 executive orders queued after Election Day, ready to go, but we kept running into all these roadblocks and roadblocks and hurdles. It turns out that Bill Barr's Office of Legal Counsel was fast-tracking all of these Biden EOs, uh, and, and, and basically it was a deep state coup. Now. This has implications, Maria. I'll tell you about one that got away from us, and I'll tell you about one that Biden did. The first one that Biden did is is an abomination. We did a beautiful executive order. I worked with Bruce Walker and Dan Brule over the Department of Energy and Mark Menzies to basically prevent the communist Chinese from selling bulk power equipment into our electricity grid. If we ever have a conflict with China, they're much more likely to pull down our electricity grid using cyber attacks than they are to, say, drop a bomb on us. Why? Because that's modern warfare, Chinese style. Right. So we had this beautiful order. One of the orders that Bill Barr helped Joe Biden do was to basically unwind that order. So bad news there. Uh, But at the same time, um, I was trying to get through this really good order on offshore shoring and we we, I wanna,
3: we couldn't get that through and that's the one that you worked on so much offshoring we want to take a break and come back and talk about that
0: very interesting very eye opening and one last clip here it's about 50 seconds the last clip here i want to show you when they came back to uh after that break peter navarro's final uh his little statement here this is extremely eye-opening listen to this
2: Now let's get to our special investigation on the origins of the coronavirus. Nope.
0: I will refresh that page here just one second. Just skip to the next video here. That was annoying. And I'll get it here one second. That was the first one. Second one. Here we go.
3: Welcome back. We're back with former White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro. Peter, you were telling us about the executive orders that you drafted and one that got away was on onshoring because you say Bill Barr was working on the incoming administration's EOs as as opposed to the outgoing administration's EOs.
2: Yeah, we got slow-walked uh, at the Department of Justice and this is a problem that I told Barr uh, about numerous times, and uh, yeah, he should have been fired months before he was. I mean, by, by uh, the, the, the last year of this administration, he was really uh, working against this administration in a lot of ways. And these executive wow. orders, the, the bottleneck, the bottleneck was at the Department of Justice on so many things we did. But you can see what, what President Biden is doing now. He's just unwinding things that are gonna come back to haunt the American worker big time.
0: So, how did Biden get all these executive orders ready to go and implement it as fast as they did? Well, it looks like Bill Barr was actually helping, helping set all this up before Trump was even in there. And there is a there's is gonna be a thread here I'm gonna show you on Twitter from Amuse here talking exactly about this. Peter Navarro exposed all this a couple of days ago with the videos that I just showed you. So how does all this work? The Office of Legal Counsel is charged with reviewing all executive orders for both legality and form. There are all sorts of admin laws that regulate the operation procedures of these agencies. And the executive order must conform or face legal challenges. When Trump took the office, he turned over more than 30 EOs to the OLC. Two peculiar things happened. First, a lot of the EOs got tied up in very lengthy legal reviews. Sounds a lot like our... um, our, our voting fraud cases. We now know that the OLC was dragging its feet to delay the implementation of the EOs for as long as possible. The OLC delivered copies of the EOs. They were stonewalling to Democrats who began preparing legal challenges to present to sympathetic judges who would immediately issue restraining orders, preventing the orders from going into effect. This is why I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, this entire system has been rigged for a very long time and none of us, maybe some of you out there knew how bad it was, but now it is more of this is coming to the light talking about how Trump was literally stonewalled almost every, everywhere he went, everything he was trying to do stonewalled. And this was a America first president. And look at the pushback, even his own AG, that was tasked to come in and clean this up was part of this. Perhaps even more per, uh, pernicious was the fact that the OLC left Prima facie flaws in the EOs that returned to the white house for signature, the executive orders related travel bans and DACA, had the most egregious errors that violated admin law, ensuring they would be blocked. So the people writing these things had so many, this is almost kind of like the FISA, the FISA um, applications. They were so sloppy and so gross, and they were pushed through anyways. This this was the same thing with the people who were writing these executive orders. They were sloppy. They had errors that anybody would just throw back, and it just caused more and more and more delay. And the biggest takeaway from all this is, due to the OLC's decision to stall President Trump's executive orders, it took the president until almost May 30th to get his first, to, almost to May, to get his first 30 executive orders signed. 30, it took that long, and we are only in February 9th, and we have almost 50 of these things signed and ready to go. So before President Biden was even president-elect, the Office of Legal Counsel had drafts of 30 of his proposed, of his proposed in the hands of all LC lawyers. The lawyers had the executive orders from Biden's team ready to go ready to go while Trump was still in office. With the campaign coming to a head and the polls showing Biden the clear leader in October, the OLC began quietly working on their executive orders in preparation for this. And after the November 3rd election, the OLC's work was no longer quiet, but progressing in earnest with the full support of Attorney General Barr. And at some point, the President Trump learned that his OLC lawyers were working on Biden's executive orders and Trump lost his shit. Very eye-opening into Bill Barr, this entire process of how executive orders are going, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, ladies and gentlemen, is because we were all we were, we all know what the Q drop said, but we were looking at tangible evidence that was sitting in front of us. We knew we were all talking about, including me on this channel, talking about that executive order that was in place that he made Trump made in 2018 for if there is provable intel that an election is interfered from any international uh, entity or country there was going to be consequences against that, severe consequences. And you wonder why some executive orders, they just, nothing happened with them. They were gagged. They were at a choke point. Kind of like everything that happened with Epstein and Glenn Maxwell, Um, the the, uh, Anthony Weiner laptop. All these things that seem to expose the elites, the corrupt people in our system and in our world, they seem to be all bottlenecked by people that are either paid and bought for or they have something on them, which is most likely blackmail. We are seeing this throughout our system. And the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if Trump was still in office, would, would some of this have already come out? I don't know. I really don't know. But we are seeing more more of this darkness being exposed than we were before in some regards. And I think this is good. And I think this is what people need to be seeing and need to be learning about. Now, I would have never cared about how executive orders were uh, gone through the system or how any of this works. But now you do. You know a little bit, and the fact that Barr was literally get you this is this is why it made no sense to me. why, why uh, Barr was so quiet right before and after the election. He said there's no evidence of voter fraud. Well, your DOJ was actively working against all that, actively working against all that, and you know we all saw the drops work. He was saying you know trust Barr, trust this person, trust that, and we know disinformation is necessary. But man, I personally, I really thought Barr was the real deal. I really did. I really did. Was it all for a show? Was he too far in already? Was he just, was he just trying to appease uh, Trump's base? I don't know. But it sounds to me that Barr should have been fired a long time ago. And then people can even have that debate. Was Jeff Sessions, should he have stayed? Would he have done more damage to these people? Would it have been worse? I don't know. I'm not really sure, but to me, it's very interesting, nonetheless, to see how all this plays out. Now, and other news that I want to discuss here real quick. Just the news was reporting that, you know, the WHO, everyone's still trying to figure out. the they, We want the official story from China about what happened with COVID. And WHO, of course, came out again with the same story saying that we've done more investigations and we have no other new information besides the fact that, no, This didn't leak from a Wuhan Institute, but they're still going with the entire animal narrative. And yes, they're still pushing that today. This came out today. And it says here from just the news, the WHO organization researchers that has been in China over the past few weeks trying to determine how the novel coronavirus started in the country says the disease is unlikely to have leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology and more likely jumped from animal to human which we all know was bullshit. The conclusion was announced Tuesday as the team concluded its investigation. And of course, do we all really expect that, you know, China and the WHO, they're going to do a thorough investigation independently? Absolutely not. And they still say here, one of the WHO researchers was British zoologist Peter Daszak, who helped channel federal funding grants in 2019 to the Wuhan lab. You think a, a person like that, one of those researchers is going to expose anything about a lab that he helped fund uh, just literally two years ago. Of course not. And of course not. And anybody looking at this um, without without the mainstream media drunk uh, goggles on, you can see right through this. And the worst part about it is probably some of the worst things that are coming out now is things we were screaming about for years, especially not years, the, this entire past year about hydroxychloroquine. How doctors were using HCQ. They were using it for years for other ailments in different countries. HCQ is over the counter in some countries, and doctors were actually prescribing it. And doctors were getting losing their careers, getting shamed. And one one doctor doctor here, um, in particular, Stella Emanuel, who I played a video. I think she was one of the doctors in that white coat. Uh, turnout on the at the Capitol where a bunch of the doctors got together. They were saying these things work, your other doctors need to prescribe this. It's saving lives. I've used it, she said, she used it herself on patients and it's working. And she got all these doctors, including herself, got slammed with the fake news that HCQ did not work. She came out with the video here saying, I demanding an apology because now all of a sudden, just like everything else, that HCQ. The studies are coming out saying it works and obviously she's clearly upset listen to this
4: i demand an apology from the media i'm talking about cnn cnbc and all the like new york times and all those people that called me crazy from hollywood I mean, from people that sat around and made videos calling me crazy when I said hydroxychloroquine worked and we should not allow people to die. I'm talking about FDA, CDC, NIH. I'm talking about all of you, my colleagues, the ones that called me names, that threatened to report me to the board and all that stuff because I said hydroxychloroquine works. Now you have all these studies that are saying it works. What about the 500,000 plus people that have died? Who is gonna be responsible for them? Somebody needs to get their behind suit so bad that they will not find a way out of where they'll be locked up because this is crazy even joe biden called me crazy i demand an apology from every single one of you because when i said the truth none of you listened you people laughed at us you ridiculed us you canceled us and you allowed people to die y'all are so not just you are evil this is evil this is wicked and you know what somebody needs to be held accountable for this
0: and she's absolutely right absolutely right and the problem is she's not gonna get an apology. She will never get an apology from the left. It seems to that anyone, the only people that cave are, are the people that cave to the left. It's not the other way around, unless they get exposed, like the Lincoln Project, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, when their one of their co-founders uh, was found out to be a pedophile talking to uh, boys at 14 years of age. Then they all pretend like they didn't know about it, and they push them away, and then they then the media. With the help of the media, they just pretend like it never happened. It gets memory hold. But all these things about the uh, the virus, and it just seems like it's magically going away. The deaths are dropping. The flu is gone. Everything's gone. Everything's looking on the bright side as far as COVID, right? But yet lockdowns are still in place in a lot of states. And also, Joe Biden is straight up backing the teacher unions who are still demanding that they get paid and not go back to school. And the CDC is straight up saying, listen, Schools can open. And on top of it, the teachers don't have to vaccinate. And yet Joe Biden is still inferring that it's time. It's We're still going to keep these schools closed. It's really upsetting. It's terrible. I'm so happy my, my son and, and my future kids will not be. They're not in public school now, and they will never be. But we're seeing so much hypocrisy everywhere. Everywhere. And just to get back to the Super Bowl just for a moment... The thousands of massless Buccaneer fans they celebrated in the Super Bowl win, and we all saw this. This was out in Florida. This was in Tampa Bay, and Florida is, you know, they're pretty much open at this point. They're still, I think, there is mass mandates in some in some uh, jurisdictions, but not everywhere. But people were out celebrating. People were going crazy. Tom Brady won it for them. And what did we hear from one of the the mayor? The mayor from Tampa saying she was going to go out and identify these people, these massless people, and we're going to do something about it. What does that mean? Are you going to get, are you going to arrest people? Or are you going to do that? But we saw the predictability of when, you know, anytime that it's not a, a democratic event or anything that has to do with BLM or Antifa, it's a called a super spreader event, right? And this is exactly what Vice did. The real winner of the Super Bowl could be COVID-19 talking about how, The NFL honored healthcare workers by throwing a super spreader Super Bowl, (laughs) and this is what we were dealing with here. And when, again, celebrations erupt after Joe Biden wins the 2020 election, it's a different place. People are in the streets. People are in the streets. One's a super spreader, and the other one is not. It's really, really simple to see right through this. But the worst part about it, just like when Nancy Pelosi went into the spa and others have said you need to follow these mandates. They don't follow it themselves and the best part about this is I just told you the mayor of Tampa while she was uh virtue signaling in front of her in front of the cameras saying we're going to find and we're going to do something. I don't know if we're going to punish, arrest. The mayor of Tampa herself was found, I don't know if this was at a Super Bowl, this was at a Tampa Bay Lightning hockey game very recently. Here's the picture of her with no mask on. Same exact thing, and Rob Schneider, we tweeted this, said, these authoritarians are all the same hypocrites, liars, and frauds. Every single one of them are, and this is what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, if you feel comfortable enough to go into stores, not wear your mask, we need to wake people up. It's on, un- the whole entire, we, we, we were worried about your health, those days are over. We are on February 9th, 2021, coming up to almost a year that we've, that we've had uh, lockdowns in this country. They're not going to stop. The only way they're going to stop is if we stop... stop playing into their game. That's it. That is it. But the best part about this is Ron DeSantis, uh, Rob DeSantis, which I absolutely love, the uh, governor down in Florida, talking about this, he was mass shamed by a couple people on Twitter. And this was his picture here from the Super Bowl. And his response about not wearing a mask, I absolutely love this. Someone said, hey, you were at the Super Bowl without a mask. And DeSantis told reporters Monday, uh, via the tweet from Caputo, but how the hell am I going to drink a beer with a mask on? Come on, I had to watch the Bucks win, and I love that response. This guy clearly gets it; he knows what's going on. He's taking big tech to, uh, to the you know he's taking it to big tech, going after all these guys. He knows what's going on, and I love that response. But the hypocrisy is just everywhere, and the most recent one that I could find um, was this terrible tweet from Politif- uh, Politifact. Talking about Maxine Waters. And you guys are gonna love this. I retweeted this yesterday. Yes, I'm still on Twitter. I don't know how, but I still use it sometimes. PolitiFact put this out. No Representative Maxine Waters didn't say Trump supporters are not welcome here. Um, I guess they missed this video here. Watch this.
4: If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a
3: department store. At a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd, and you push back on them, and you tell them they're not welcome. If you see
0: <laughs> you tell them you're not welcome, you're not gonna get this content anywhere else, guys, as far as the hypocrisy. She is now walking back what she said now, found out today, and it's not just her walking back statements because when you get exposed harshly, you start to walk back in even we were we were crushing AOC last week and AOC was um, today in front of reporters um, was asked about her statements about Ted Cruz almost having her murdered she goes and says nope that's not that's not the quote and i won't apologize for what i said and this is her running away here listen to this ted cruz was tweeting that he tried he tried to have you murdered at capital okay. capital right so um that's not the quote. Okay. And, um, and no, I will not apologize for what I, I said. I think we're I'm actually done this morning. Thank Thank so Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, now, it would have been great if she fell in that snow and busted her ass. But she, again, literally, people saying Democrats fact checking sites are literally saying we have video evidence of these people specifically saying certain things. And these people are just straight up denying reality. Now what is up is down. What is left is right. And that's exactly what's happening here. And to me, she's just an immature, nasty, nasty bitch of a woman. And uh, this is what we're dealing with right now. Amazing, amazing times we're living in. Mary Meeks, thank you so much for the donation. She says, "Got me laughing." Keep digging up those gems. I absolutely will, Mary. That's what we're trying to do here. Um, just to give you some guys some more entertainment, more funny with this uh, news. Because some days it's not going to be good, and some days are going to be better than others. But let's get into the other sponsor of today's show. We're bringing you guys today, Alula Wellness. Who I am on that diet now, and it's working. I'm going to give you guys my update on my weight loss. It's my first. This is my second day on the diet and I've already lost some weight. So guys, what am I talking about? This is a Wellness the Breakthrough M2 diet. It's a fast effective healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and structured balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is abnormal fat. While in the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts to help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. In five to six weeks, the average weight loss for a woman is 20 to 25 pounds, and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing our program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body that help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So go check out Alula Wellness, guys. This is the website and the link I want my mods to share is the sign-up sheet, which will get you in contact with one of the coaches um, that give you a free consultation call and any questions you might have, and your diet journey will then begin after that. I will say right now, ladies and gentlemen, I did, I did this diet um, about three years ago. I lost 30 pounds myself in three weeks. And to give you guys an update, which I'm going to be giving you daily, um, or weekly or daily updates if you guys follow me on my Telegram, I will, I lost three pounds in the first day just last night. Went to bed, I'm drinking water like a madman, I'm peeing like crazy, but it's working. I lost three pounds, you don't have to work out, it's natural, you just have to follow the diet, drink your water, and get some sleep, and the weight literally falls off when you sleep. It's great, check out the sponsor, this is my mom's business, another patriot business. Go check them out at lulawellness.com, and make sure you get, that, you get that call into that coach. It's time to lose that COVID weight, ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly what we're doing today. So... The other uh, story that I want to cover for the second half of the show here is uh, this, this article right here from the National Poll. It's talking about how Biden wants to fire all of Trump's U.S. attorneys except for John Durham. Very interesting. Now, why would he do that? This move will pave the way for former Veep to choose the nation's top federal prosecutors, which we know is not going to be a good thing. The request will affect 56 Senate-confirmed U.S. attorneys appointed by Trump, and many of them Trump's appointees already have resigned because they know they're probably going to get fired anyways. But this is what we're looking at. However, David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, will continue to oversee a tax investigation of Hunter Biden and US attorney John Durham will keep his position as special counsel investigating the origins of the Trump Russian investigation while resigning as US attorney for Connecticut. Now, to me this is very I don't know what what to take what my take on this would be. If 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 Joe Biden was threatened by this you'd think he'd he'd try to get rid of the special counsel John Durham but he isn't I don't know if that's a legality thing I don't know if it's because he's special counsel he can't interfere no matter what but it's looking like John Durham is still going to continue his work and the funny thing is it's it's about the Trump-Russia investigation Joe Biden is a huge part of that he's a huge part of that he's the one that wanted the request to unmask General Flynn it was multiple requests. Joe Biden specifically was the one that did that. And this is why I'm saying there's so many things that are still, I think, are still at play here that we're just, we're kind of forgetting about. But let's not get our expectations up, right? Let's uh, plan for the worst and hope for the best. That's the way I'm looking at this now. So it's going to be very interesting. So why Joe Biden's doing all this, and I'm trying I'm, I'm trying not to talk about Biden as much because it's just, it's nothing but bad news. Biden yesterday he was talking to a um, a nurse on a uh, some kind of Zoom Zoom interview with Kamala Harris, and he's actually almost hitting on this on this girl, this woman here, asking about if she's a freshman at the school, and it, it's just beyond cringe. Watch this.
1: Look, are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> t- you
0: look like yeah. a freshman. <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, No, thank you for what you're doing. (laughs) Why? Why a freshman, Joe? That seems a little bit too older for you. And Kamala Harris's face is, uh, you can tell she doesn't want to laugh, but she's trying trying to get through it. And he keeps like, oh, I'm just teasing. You look like a freshman. You look like a young one, aren't you? And the problem is she's actually a nurse of nine years, so she's probably in her mid-30s. And him just saying those words, knowing what we know about this guy, how perverted he is, it's just ultimate cringe. And to make things a little bit lighter, this we can't do a show though having Jen Saki make an appearance, and she was pressed again, press again on trans girls being in high school and competing in sporting events. And apparently, what you guys are going to see here is that trans rights are they're more important than girls' rights and human rights in general. Look at this exchange. This is from Forbes of a reporter. Going back and forth with Jen Psaki on this, this is also very cringe.
5: ...on President Biden's transgender rights executive action, specifically when it applies to high school sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, what message would the White House have for trans girls and cis girls who may end up competing against each other and uh, sparking some lawsuits and some concern uh, among parents? So these administration have guidance for schools on dealing with disputes rising over trans girls competing against and with cis girls. I'm not sure what your question is. The president's executive order had... I'm familiar with the order, but what, what was your question about My question it? question is, does the president have a message for local school officials on dealing with these kind of disputes that are already starting to arise? Between uh, you know, trans girls who are competing and cis girls in a level playing field, it's particularly in high school sports when it leads to college scholarships is there any kind of messaging or clarification that the white house wants to give on the executive order i would just say that the president's belief is that uh trans rights are human rights and that's why he signed that executive order uh, and in terms of the determinations by universities and colleges i would certainly defer to them uh go ahead in the oh sorry caitlin go ahead
0: <laughs> what a shitty answer that was what a shitty answer that was! You're basically just thumbing your you're thumbing your nose at at the girls who are going to have to compete legitimately with men. They can say they're trans, but genetically they are men. They might identify as women, but their bones are dudes' muscle. Their dudes' bones, dudes' muscles, and all you're going to do is just destroy opportunities for girls that want to compete with other girls and do their thing. And all you're doing. Is going to be causing problems for parents, for schools, and yeah, is that the message that you're going to give the coaches, to teachers, to families? That's what that's your message to them. Well, trans rights are human rights. That's it. So go go play, go play, go play, uh, go go play, junior over there. That's jacked out of his face, bulging muscles. Go play against him. Hopefully, he doesn't hit a home run off your girls in softball every single time he's up the bat. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. But these are the times that we live in, ladies and gentlemen. And one of the last stories I just want to get to here is the one I want to end in. And to me, this is why I'm excited to see what happens after this impeachment. This is from Politico. Trump plans a reemergence and some retribution after the impeachment. The former president is confident both of his acquittal and that he'll come out of the trial with iron grip on the GOP. And regardless of what happens, I think he's going to come out with an iron grip. And this is a quote here from a Trump campaign official saying he's Teflon, right? It's been a month since the Capitol riot. And I would say for the most part, the GOP has coalesced back behind him. I don't know if most of them have, but some of them, some of them have, but for the majority I'm, I'm seeing they're trying to distance themselves from him, but it's, it's going to be political suicide. The confidence from Trump allies heading into the former president's second impeachment trial, this time over the Headley riots by Trump supporters on Capitol Hill may seem premature, Given the lingering political and legal hurdles he still must confront, but it provides a roadmap of sorts for how they view his path ahead. And already, Trump aides contend the impeachment process has proved beneficial to the ex-president, exposing disloyalty within the party's ranks. Like I said, I gave you guys six Republican names that voted yes today. I'm sure they've been added to the list. Mitt Romney's already on that list, but I'm sure they've already been added. And this is an igniting grassroot backlash, backlash against Republicans who have attempted to nudge the GOP base away from Trump. Nebraska Senator Bass spent last week fending off con, uh, constituent criticism and censures from state party officials after he compared Trumpism to a civic cancer for the nation and Trump's allies believe the ex-president's impending impeachment trial will further illuminate who the, tone, or who the turncoats are. It's going to help to expose more bad apples that he can primary if any senators vote to convict Adding the former campaign official. And this is what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. The fact that this guy, he's been quiet. A lot of people have been upset that he's quiet. But to me, a quiet Trump means that that is a planning Trump. That is a Trump that is a strong one. And he's going to come out of this swinging a home run and maybe even more. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. And I think this is the only reason why he's been quiet up until this point. After this entire charade, the clown show is over. And we'll, we shall see what happens. And I'm, I'm already seeing Star Slice in the, uh, the Twitch chat. Trump will do nothing. Bet me. That's not a bet that I'm, I'm ever going to take. Ever going to take. I've never betted. You never bet against Trump. Never bet against him. And we'll have to see what happens. And what a shitty attitude to have. Um, and you can take that shitty attitude and just go bring it somewhere else. It's really, what, what's the point? What is the point? Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you here? If you're going to stay negative, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, uh, it, it is what it is. It is what it looks like, uh, star slice might be, uh, it might be a little bit of a troll there, but that's fine. The fact that trolls are still here, it's just, it, it tells me we're doing the right thing. I, I just love it. They just, you guys always feel me to keep going. And it's just great that you're sitting here. <laughs> you're literally sitting here watching a show like this that you can't stand, but yet you waste your time, uh, coming in shows like this. It just makes, makes me laugh. And it's just going to help us continue to do this more. Absolutely awesome to see so thank you for making an appearance and you probably just got banned from the chat yep and you got you got banned so good for you my friend (laughs) i love it i love it guys so we're gonna hang out here in the chat for a little bit guys as we just hang out here and uh, we're at one and a half thousand viewers on d live and guys there's still upgrades being made to the chat and foxhole upgrades being made in general on the site and um over the next two to three weeks, guys, try to transition off of DLive, Live, off of Twitch, over to the Foxhole chat. It's gonna get better, and uh, this is where we need to be. We gotta get off these platforms. We gotta start. We gotta stop using these platforms. If you guys can follow me on Telegram on Gab, go there. I'll even get the Telegram link out now, and I'm gonna drop the links to my other sponsors here because I didn't do it in the beginning of the uh, of the uh, show. And I, there's no, you're not gonna. You guys aren't gonna find. Uh, the products if I don't drop the links here. So I will get those out for you now. So just bear with me for one second. Let me get the uh, Facebook here. This is the artist in case you guys are looking for anything, anything custom made. They do murals, they do a whole bunch of stuff. And this is the website, the website for that. Again, these are Patriot businesses, ladies and gentlemen, Patriot businesses that we want to support. We want to get the word out there to help everybody, and that is what we're here to do. I want a foxhole hoodie. Yes, those things are coming. They're coming, guys. They are coming. Once that merch is out, we will be letting everyone know, I promise you. I can promise you. And if everyone wants to follow me on the Telegram, follow me there, it's a great way uh, to follow news, happenings, like just like Gab is, anything on my channel. As far as notifications, you'll get notified there. Right to your phone. You won't ever miss a beat. There's no shadow banning. There's nothing there. It's all good stuff. This is the Telegram link over there on Twitch. And on DLive. There you go. Follow me on there. We got over a thousand subscribers there in just a few days. All good stuff. All good stuff. And another donation $10 $10 for baby woke is the registry on the way. Yes, we uh, my wife's in the uh, in here with me right now It's on the way. We will get that out We'll probably get that out by the end of the week so you guys can start getting access to that and um, I Talked with the wifey as well um, Whatever you guys send to us We have a peel box and we'll also get that out to you so you guys can send us um, whatever you guys decide to get um, Whatever we get from the woke fam. We will do a, a show together both of us on camera, opening up those things with you because if you, the fact that you guys are gonna support us like that, it's just really great, and we want to just celebrate with everybody. It's gonna kind of be like a, um, like a woke society's uh, baby shower, I guess. I don't know. It'll be fun. You'll probably see my wife, my um, my son, and uh, we'll just do that together with you guys. So we'll we'll have that ready. Um, I don't know the exact day yet, but we'll have that. Um, we shall have that on the. Uh, next for the uh, later this week for you and we'll get all those uh, details ironed out so thank you guys thanks for asking heather for that uh for that information i almost forgot to do that yes for foxhole chat you have to use your login that you use for pill.net exactly exactly yeah we can call it gift societies that night if you want (laughs) Put whatever word you want in front of societies with this name of the channel that awesome Awesome, awesome. Yep, and they got the... Uh, I see the P.O. Box is already out there. Thanks for dropping that. What was the name of uh, that you used, babe? That, the name you used for the P.O. Box? It was your business name, right? Yeah, we can do that generation healers. Okay, the business name, if you guys wanted to put a name on for the, uh, for the P.O. Box, it's First Generational Healers. I'll put it in the chats here you can make it out to that that's my wife's podcast um i don't i wouldn't put well what's that oh no that's just the mail address if you guys send a check or anything like that you can put it to scott you can put it to uh to woke societies um that that i can uh that we can take but as if you're going to mail on the envelope just put first generational healers and then the p.o box and we'll we'll get it We'll get the registries out for everybody. Uh, probably for the next show. We'll, get, we'll have that ready on Thursday. So I appreciate it, guys. Yep, you guys can send the snail mail to that PO box um, for anything. Very good. Let me hop over to the foxhole chat here. <laughs> they want, people are asking for a foxhole man thong. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but definitely the t-shirts and hoodies, they're definitely coming. And don't forget guys, don't forget other ways to support the show. If you go to wokesocieties.com here, it'll bring you to my website. You click on my store link, it'll pull up the merchandise. We still have the merchandise, um, you know, the woke societies merch, the t-shirts, the V-necks, the hoodies, the 2020 participation trophy, Obamagate, stay woke, defund the media, drunk wives matter the coffee mugs, all that fun stuff. It's also there, the coffee, uh, the beer mugs, the water bottles, the hats, hats, hats galore, the Stay Woke hat, Pepe the Frog, all that fun stuff, and magnets, it's all there. And if you guys wanna sign up to watch me on the Roku, you all you gotta do is go to wokesocieties.tv, wokesocieties.tv and sign up. It's, a, it's cheaper than a Netflix subscription or you can sign up for the entire year. That is a platform that'll never take me down and you guys can catch the streams on there and you can also watch me on the Roku like I said and watch from the comfort of your couch on the television and all that good stuff so let me just make sure I didn't miss any other donations on the other platforms as you wrap up the show tonight just want to make sure here we haven't missed anything alright we're good there Let me check Pilled. This guy gets the uh, topic here on Pilled once that loads. Very good stuff. Shackled Freedoms, hi Hi, Scott and Woke fam, what's going on man? I have older Roku, how do I watch you there? Is there a channel platform? All you have to do, Yasky, is um, there's an option on your Roku, it'll say search channels. You can type in because it'll pop right up and you'll actually be able to uh, sign up right from the Roku, uh, right, right from there. You can also do this from your phone or your uh, computer, it'll it'll get you in regardless. Um, but yeah, once you get the Wolkisides channel on your Roku, once you search it and you download it, um, you can then watch me live stream on your television. As well, which is a great, great feature. People love it. And people signing up there a lot there. It's a great way to become a monthly sponsor of the show. And for all the other, uh, if you guys know a local business, a Patriot business, tell them to email me woke society1111 at gmail.com so we can get their business on here and promote them and get Patriots to support other Patriot businesses. It's that easy. It's that easy. All right. Still waiting for Pill to pull up here. Just waiting. And all that good stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So guys, yeah, I'm going to be live tomorrow with Methods at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on his show, like we always do. Thursday, another live stream. And I will announce on Friday night, Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to have John Paul Rice on the show with me. He's, uh, You guys have heard of him. He's been on Methods show. He's going to have a new movie coming out. A new movie coming out. So we're going to promote that. And just get his thoughts. And guys, you've seen him enough. I don't even have to, I don't have to talk about John Paul Rice. You all know him. The dude, you hang on every word he says. So he's going to be on my show on 9 o'clock Eastern on Friday night for an interview. Just me and him hanging out. So that's going to be fun. And then Saturday, another live stream. So you guys got a full slate of shows from this channel all week long. All week long. So it's going to be awesome. Going to be awesome. Beautiful absolutely beautiful baby shower yeah we'll do a little baby shower episode on here once the uh once the registry is out to everybody and everyone can access it and once we get everything we will uh we will do this live on air it'll be fun awesome beautiful well guys that's gonna tie up this show today i gotta go eat dinner and again i am down three pounds ladies and gentlemen i will give you those daily updates every single day if you follow me on telegram and all that good stuff it's time to lose that COVID weight guys it's time to get healthy it's time to get wake up it's every day we have to, we're living this counterculture we are a living existence of what these people hate and we have to continue to keep going down that road because I feel like more people on our side than their side is by far it might not seem like it but I truly believe that and it's only going to get better from here only going to get better from here and uh, I will have um, I will have I find it with me on Thursday as well I find it will be with me on Thursday doing a guest co-host again, like he did with me last week. And uh, that'll be fun. It'll be fun and see what the future holds in that regard. So we got lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. Follow me on Gab, follow me on telegram, find the uh, replays of these episodes on BitChute, on rumble on library odyssey. And of course um, on Gab TV. All those places are great to see. So stay safe, stay strong and stay woke. See you later, fam.